Malik Monk, I mean, just every time he comes off the bench, I just love the energy he brings and the shot making that he brings. Um, when he shoots a three, it's like you you think it's going in because of just how how great he is at it. Yeah, like we definitely had our chances to win this game, um, even going down 15. Like I feel like the Kings always have a chance to win because of how well we shoot the ball. And to, a lot of the times we were just missing wide open threes. I care more about defense. I care more about who they are psychologically when they get punched in the mouth and they lock in still and focus like the Pelicans did. Like the Pelicans took the biggest blow that we could give in the first quarter. And they bounced back almost with ease. And I need to see us do that. That's what we've been waiting to see. And there is pandemonium at Arco. Just like that motherfucking bean. Welcome to the Beam Unit. It's Daily, joined by my co-pilots, Naima and Elizabeth. What's happening? You know, I'm just gonna have to change my name to um Brick Brick Curry because <laughs> it ain't it. But yeah, no, I'm good. I'm good. Naima, you What's okay? You good? <laughs> yeah, I'm good. Sorry. I had my thing on mute for a second. Oh, all right. First quarter, Kings, Kings come out hotter than Rosalia on a motorcycle. Keegan hits two threes. HB hits a three as well. Pels look out of sorts, which doesn't last too long. Stan Van Gundy with the Fox MVP love. Trey Lyles gives a beautiful lob to Monk for the slam. Monk hits two threes in a row. Najee Marshall and Jose Alvarado come in and cause chaos on the defensive end. Pels force five straight turnovers. Pels come back within one to end the quarter. Second quarter, Pels grab the lead. Pels' length and athleticism bothers the Kings. Refs no call on Sasha getting fouled on the offensive rebound. Refs do call a foul on a Jose Alvarado flop when he ran his head into Fox's chin or mouth. Keon Ellis causes two turnovers, but the Kings can't convert. Brandon Ingram makes a tough shot over Keegan, and he was making tough shots all night long. Pels up seven to end the half. Naima and Liz, what are your thoughts? Honestly, after that first, like, five to, like, seven minutes, I thought the Kings were like, oh, they got this in the bag. But I don't know what happened. We started, like, playing very lackluster, started turning over the ball. I mean, I knew the hot shooting wouldn't continue because that's just, you know, the law of averages. But um, the Pelicans just started playing way harder than us. That's, like, what ended up being the difference honestly like I think they just wanted it more than us um especially on our home court which kind of sucks and honestly it was just the Brandon Ingram show tonight he was fantastic on all like he that man I he missed 10 shots but I feel like he he scored on every single bucket you know when we doubled him he was still scoring so yeah he just had a fantastic night and you know that and then like Fox not uh, shooting well really hurt us. Like, the one game he doesn't play that well, and, you know, it it costs us uh, the possibility to, like, advance in this tournament. But, you know, games like this happen, and hopefully we'll learn from it, um, and we'll play better next game. Yeah, so kind of what I got the breakdown, because I was kind of keeping track of the the game when I was at my game, but... uh. Katie, it seemed Katie kind of, you know, talked about it is basically the first half because I saw that we were up by 15 at one point. Um, and then, you know, we were we were kind of pushing the pace. But then when the Pels get us in our half court offense, that's where we seem to struggle with them because they're so lengthy. Um, their defense, I mean, is just crazy. Uh, Jose Alvarado, his defense, he's just he's just a pest. Like he's just going to annoy everyone. Um, so, yeah, I mean just kind of gathering the information from that first half. It just kind of seems that uh, we were kind of pushing the pace and then we kind of went away from it. And then the Pels kind of got us where they wanted us in the half court offense and they took advantage of it. And, uh, you know, we're able to kind of seal the deal. 100%. And guys, hold on tight. All right. We're going to do the second half and then we'll open up the mics. All right. Uh, third quarter, Pels increase their lead to 15. Zion starts impacting the game. 
HB and Herter can't stop him. Keegan and Keon hit back-to-back threes. Kings end the quarter within nine points. Fourth quarter, Fox and Monk make back-to-back spectacular drives. Kings within eight. Monk hits a breakaway pull-up three. Kings within five with nine minutes to go. Tells up 13 with three minutes to go. Monk hits a three to give the Kings life. Kings just don't have enough. The Pels advance. I've said this time and time again. I feel like the Pelicans are kind of like the Raptors in which they have those athletic, lengthy, twitchy guys that just give us fits. Um, It is what it is. There are kryptonite, and I know we beat the top seven teams in the league, minus the Suns, but the Pels themselves are also a quality team that we just can't seem to figure out yet. I have faith that we will, but it just hasn't happened yet. Uh, It's really unfortunate that they were our first opponent um, for the in-season tournament. Uh, Liz and Naima, any other takes? Yeah, I would have... Oh, go sorry. ahead, go ahead, Liz. I was just gonna say, I mean, I would have loved to kind of bust the Lakers' ass in this in-season tournament, you know, just because they're the Lakers. Um, but yeah, I mean, we can't seem to figure them out, and this has kind of been a problem for the past couple seasons with these kinds of teams. I mean, I think finally we figured Minnesota out. I think we've been playing great ball against Minnesota, uh, but the Pels, it just seems like we can't get over that hump with them. And I'm kind of happy we see them two more times this season because hopefully, you know, we'll be able to make those adjustments and things like that. Um, but I will say S- Sabonis had a great game tonight. He was out there. He was killing it. Uh, Malik Monk, I mean, just every time he comes off the bench, I just love the energy he brings and the shot making that he brings. Um, when he shoots a three, it's like you you think it's going in because of just how how great he is at it. And then Fox obviously doing Foxy things. But, uh, yeah, disappointing that we couldn't get this win. Um, You know, obviously the first, you know, in-season tournament would have loved to win it. But, you know what, again, we have these these guys two more times. I hope we get it figured out against them uh, because coming down the stretch, you know, these things are going to matter, you know, conference games and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, just, just didn't have it tonight, and it is what it is. Yeah, like, we definitely had our chances to win this game, um, even going down 15. Like, I feel like the Kings always have a chance to win because of how well we shoot the ball. And a lot of the times, we were just missing wide-open threes. I'm like, this is crazy. Like, we could have gone up by, like, three if we just hit back-to-back threes at one point. Like, it was, like, I think we were down five by five, and then... Um, we got like wide open threes on the wing, but we just could not convert. So I was just like, oh man, I guess it's just not our night. But um, it was good to see Keegan out there, even though like he went out for a bit uh, with the scare with his back, but it seemed like he was still playing through some uh, through some pain. So uh, shout out to him. I mean, I don't know what like what to expect from HB anymore. We're like almost twenty. What is it? Almost. We're probably 20 games in right now, 19, I think. This was our 19th game. And it's just like he played 32 minutes tonight, and he only shot like twice. And I'm like, I, I if you're not going to like have that much of an in- impact on offense, then I, I don't understand why you're out there, especially when we're struggling to score and everything. Um, but I'd like, I'd like to see him be more aggressive, go to the free throw. Like, I, there was this one possession where I think we it was like three on one and instead of going to like score like a layup or go for a layup possibly get fouls like Fox shot a three I'm like what like I hate this new offense NBA sometimes when things like that sure it's great when we make like the three is made and everything but I just wish there was like more aggressiveness to the rim like when shots aren't falling um but yeah like kind of sucks like I, I really wanted this for the teams um to go for, like further go to Vegas and everything but you know not not everything goes so hopefully we'll just play better next time and we'll shoot better and we'll start uh we won't turn over the ball and like keep that intensity like going up 15 and not giving up that lead so easily within like literally minutes of the first um 
quarter, but yeah, ho- hopeful for a better game. Well, in, in the Kings' defense, I think it had yeah. more to do with the Pels than the Kings. Um, yeah, they just overwhelmed the Kings. Period. They punched him in the mouth and then kept punching him in the mouth. Um, as far as HB is, is concerned, he is such a connector. He's almost a connector to a fault where where he's more willing to pass than to go get his, uh, which is yeah. unfortunate. He always seems yeah. to do better when. He always seems to do better when uh, either Fox is out or or Fox is having a poor game, and then he feels like uh, he needs to step up. Ebiz, what's up, man? Man, what's up with it, y'all, man? This is all I got to say, all right, to everybody. Y'all do not pay attention to the Halliburton shit because you already know a lot of people about to be talking about that. Don't pay attention to that shit, all right? I'm upset that we lost, you know, because I wanted us to go to Vegas. But near the end of the game, I was like, ah, fuck it, whatever. We just lost a fucking regular season um, game, you know. I'm upset that we lost, you feel me? I'm real upset about that. But all we just got to, man, fuck it, man. We lost. You know, I'm upset about that. I know what homegirl was talking about when she was talking about Fox pulling up with um, with that three. I, uh, if it's what I'm talking, if I if it's what I'm thinking, I think it's about when she's talking about the one that Fox went for in the corner that I think would have. Um, yeah, it was that one. It was that one where it could have got to two or something like that. But man, you know what, you guys, I'm I'm feeling just like how a lot of you guys are. But in a way, just fuck the end season. Just look at it like this, though, you guys. That counted towards our fucking record. So I understand how it's like, you know, we want to win. We always want to win and all that. But just put it right there. Just think about it real quick. Because in the long run, in-season tournament, all that's cute. But guess what? That fucking loss that we just had, it was a regular season loss. So just kind of look at the big picture like that. You know, I just keep telling myself that because I ain't trying to be all fucking all up in my house. Like, oh, motherfucker. You know, like, fuck it. You know, but. Man, this is still our team, y'all, man. We still got fucking hope in our shit. You know, like, everybody, man, man, don't be fucking being all negative shit, negative and shit. Like, I feel you on being upset right now, but, you know, man, we good. That's all I got to say. And and back to that Halliburton shit, y'all. Do not have these motherfuckers piss you off. Matter of fact, Y'all motherfuckers just should go for them because I'm about to, I'm about to, I'm going with them motherfuckers because why? Because I like Halliburton. I'm fucking going with them. So I'm just saying that was, man, motherfucker, y'all motherfuckers need to hold your head up. Just like I said, whatever. We lost, but we're still our team. You feel me? Y'all feel me on that? I'm not trying to be all rude. I know I'm up over here cussing and all that, but like, how do y'all feel me on that though? Man, how dare you come in here with your rational rah-rah shit? No, I'm just kidding. It's all good, Ibiz. I know what you're saying. You know what well, I mean? I think- Big picture, and it's all about the long game. Um, I'd rather get out of the first round than win some in-season tournament, period. And growth mindset, this ass weapon is just another lesson for them to grow on, period. Uh, what's up, guys? Well, I, I just think, you know, like I, I get where Ebiz is coming from. Um, obviously, it'd be cool to, you know, had won the first ever in-season tournament. Like, you know, then we could say like, oh, we were the first, you know, whatever. Uh, just like Fox won the first, you know, Clutch Player of the Year award last year. Um, but I think the thing that gets me is like, we just can't figure this Pels team out. It's like, they seem to just be our kryptonite when it comes to it. So I think that's like the frustrating, like, bummer part for me is because they just keep busting our ass. And it's like, as a you know, I play basketball. It's like when a team continuously busts your ass, it's getting frustrating. It's like the Warriors, you know, they were continuously busting our ass. So I just I'm happy we get them two more times again. Um, hopefully we can figure it out those next two times. But I think that's the most frustrating thing for me is I'm just I'm tired of the fucking Pelicans busting our ass because they are good. They have us some you know they have us somehow figured out just their length, uh, their defense to play on us. They they get us to play out of our game uh, to a T and that's how they take advantage of it. So I just think that's the most frustrating part of it all. But I'm, I'm, we'll be all right. I know we'll be all right. All right. Let me add, this is the last thing I'm going to say and I'm about to go. I got to take my dogs outside, but um, would you guys rather have, honestly, would it have felt better beating the Pelicans 
or beating the Warriors, even though he lost? Which one feels better, honestly? Honestly. I don't know. We'd have to beat the Pels to even know what that feels like. Yeah. You know what I mean, uh, beating the Warriors, though, is just always special. It really yeah, is. Yeah, exactly. They got whole ass fans, so. All right, for sure, man. Hey, I'll talk to you guys later, man. Let's just keep our head up and let's just go for the Pacers. <laughs> I'm fucking with y'all. Wow. <laughs> All right, thanks for coming through, man. Good to hear from you. What's up, man? Oh, Daily, this is going to be a tough one. Oof, first of all, that's a tough loss. Um, I, I'm going to try to keep everything rational tonight. I want to keep this all in perspective. Yes, the Kings lost. We're all clearly upset the Kings lost. We had visions and dreams and goals of that in-season tournament banner cascading down from the peak of the G-spot in the Golden 1 Center. Alas, it was not meant to be. Good night, sweet prince, to that idea. Um, you could make a case the Kings definitely shot themselves in the foot in a couple spots during this game. I am well aware of some things that I, I mean, that team obviously knows they want to have back. Uh, they're, we're not telling anybody anything different. Um, but we must give credit where credit's due. Uh, when they're healthy and they look to be really, really healthy right now, that's a damn good team in New Orleans. They've got size, athleticism. They got big, strong oxes in the front court. Uh, Brandon Ingram was killing us. We we couldn't guard Brandon Ingram with a ten foot pole. We tried, man. We just couldn't do it. He busted our ass tonight. I mean, he dropped the twenty five piece plus combo with the biscuit and everything. So shout out to Brandon Ingram. He played. He had a hell of a game. And there's nothing you can do about that when a player like him, a scorer like Brandon Ingram, gets hot like that. Um, so they they played well and they deserved to win. Um. I really felt like the Kings, you know, obviously they had their, their early start and that was great. And they had ebbs and flows where, you know, there wasn't a, there they didn't play good and then they would play good. Um, I really think the one thing that just hit us in the nutsack, bro, daily, there was a, a point in the game in the third where we cut the lead to four. And I'm thinking, here come the Kings, man. They're ready to, they're going to make that run. The bench with the push, Keon Ellis knocked down that three. And, man, I just knew it wasn't going to be our night when Brandon Ingram launched that three and the ball went up like 25 feet in the air, hit the back of the iron, hit the front of the iron, then dropped in. I said, that's a bad omen, man. That's just telling me everything I need to know. Um, I really want to touch on this Barnes conundrum because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to listen back. I'm going to peep back into the – I'm going to drop back into the, uh, the grass. Um, it's a double-edged sword. I, I think that Barnes can still contribute to this team. I'm not saying that they should keep him as a starter. I've heard a lot of different ideas and thoughts about what they should do going forward. Um, but I want to reiterate what Liz said about two months ago, which is that Barnes is taking on a different role than last year. He's learning not to you know, be the third primary scorer with the basketball. And for a lot of people, I can understand, well, you know, four points, one for two shooting. Barnes isn't a primary score on this team right now, whether or not he's being told not to shoot the ball that much or not be aggressive with the basketball. I don't think Mike Brown is telling anybody don't play your game, but at the same time, I do think there is going to be some curiosity at the deadline. Like this team, you know, aside from this loss, I mean, they, they've lost the Pels three times now. Um, you know, they, they've had some problems with golden state early on, but, I really do feel like daily this team is about one or two moves away at that three spot from just saying, okay, now let's go compete for the title. Like we're just, we're just one move away, I think. And, you know, I won't blame the Kings for bringing back Barnes on that friendly deal because with the way the contracts are, you take that any day of the week. But I really do feel like it might be time if Barnes is going to give you that kind of production, you got to say, okay, I got to go find some production somewhere. If I got to make a trade to get it, if I got to bring Trey Lyle off the bench and go bigger, you got to figure that out. But I really do feel like come the deadline, we'll not be shocked if the Kings make a move to kind of solidify that three spot and roll the dice and see what they can do. Tough loss. Uh, In-season tournament glory is not in our grasp this year. Um, but we press on and uh, we light the beam. Not tonight, but we light the beam eventually. But tough loss, but Still love my Kings. God bless. Thanks for that, Keith. Appreciate it. And thank you for being fairly positive. Um, I'm waiting for somebody to just hit him hard. I'm waiting. Uh, I know you want to. 
FJ, what's happening? I just want to like make this quick because I am sick. Like not sick because we just got our ass busted, but I have a major headache in my sore my throat is sore. So I'm gonna just make this quick. <clears throat> this this loss was like it stings, but at the same time, it's like early on in the season, so it doesn't sting as bad. But it was very like there were points in the game where it was very frustrating to watch the offense flow. Like people was taking very random threes, and what made it worse is that the Pelicans just kept making threes. Like Trey Murphy, you get a three. Herb Jones, you get a three. Brandon Ingram, you get a three. Like, like it sucks. Like having our team miss shots, and then the other team like just runs up a train on offense, and it's just like, well, I don't want to do anything too drastic yet because like it's still like pretty early in the season. So like it's still like December. We still like got like a few months of basketball left. So like maybe I would like to see HB come off the bench, have Trey Trey at the three, or put Keegan at the three, Trey at the four, do something. But it's like. I'm not going to overreact because of this loss because also, like y'all said, since I was not here last week when they beat the Warriors after being down 24, in my head going into this game, I was like, when we were down 15, I was like, okay, we've seen this before. They can come back. And it started to look like like, like a re- repeat of the Warriors game. And then Brandon Ingram made that that three that bounced off the rim like 30 feet into the air and then it just switched in and I was just like, yep, there, there it is. That That's the that's the nail in the coffin. Brandon Ingram, these past, like, what, these, like, three games that we played against the Pelicans, which is busting our ass 24-7. And honestly, enough, Zion wasn't a really, like, a major factor because he only scored, like, what, 10 points. So, like, Zion wasn't really, like, the main focus here. It was mainly Brandon Ingram because he likes, like, um, <clears throat> I forgot his name. I am terribly sorry. Kevin, there you go. I am terribly sorry. Like Kevin said, he just looked like prime Kobe making tough fadeaways, pull-up threes, just everything was falling for him, and not just him, but also um, Trey Murphy, Herb Jones, and shout-out Jose Alvarado because once he came in, that was, like, he caused us to go have, like, what, five or six straight turnovers, and that was just, like, what is going on? Like the wheels starting to fall off. They just everybody's got butterfingers all of a sudden, and then they scored like thirteen points off of just turnovers alone. So I think that was like also a major flaw as to why um this was this loss like you know was bad ish. But at the same time, I'm not like too mad at this. But like I am at the same time if that makes sense. But like it's still early on into the season, so I'm just like we still have a lot more games to go to figure out what we need to do in the rotation or who needs to go where, and honestly, I'm just, you know, I am I still have faith in the Kings, and I have faith that they're going to, you know, be, you know, strong the rest of the season, and I don't think, maybe around the deadline, they'll make, like, that one move that, like, you know, changes the um, roster, but other than that, I'm not, you know, panicking or whatever because it's one loss. Yeah, and shout-out to Najee Marshall, too. He came in uh, along with um, Alvarado. And they both caused chaos. So, yeah, they they were they were a problem. And yeah, I think the Kings are just flustered. Uh, they were shook, and uh, you know they kind of got their composure back in the fourth. Uh, but the Pelts were just hitting their shots. And honestly, I felt like Brand, Brandon Ingram is kind of like a six eight monk in that the more difficult the shot he'll make. And so I noticed when Fox and Monk were took over the duties of covering him. He didn't do so well for whatever reason. And uh, but when there was a taller opponent on him, like Barnes or e- even Herter at six seven or six eight, for whatever reason, for whatever reason, he felt compelled to just make his shots. It, it was just wild. Um, Sean, what's up? Thanks for waiting. Hey, what's up, everyone? All right, so I'm not gonna be nice about this. If we do not trade Barnes or we do not make a move, we're not going to do anything, period. Barnes is such a liability. It's ridiculous. He can't hit shots. He can't do anything. Like, against the Warriors, he struggles. If we play the Suns, KD, we played against the Clippers. If we keep Barnes on this team, we will not go anywhere. And I'm a diehard Kings fan. That's my first point. Barnes, I just I don't know what to do with him. But he's horrible. He can't guard anyone. I watched him specifically on defense. He just gets blown by uh, Brandon Ingram. If he guards Zion Williamson, he's just like stuck in the ground and gives up a wide open layup. So I don't know what to do with Barnes, but we have to make a move now. I'm, I'm, 
everybody else is like, oh, it's a loss. Well, the thing is, is in the in-season tournament, you can if you watch a lot of ball, the the intensity was ra- uh, ra- ratcheted up pretty pretty intense for these teams. Like even the Indiana team in Boston, like yeah, it's in-season tournament, and to fans, it's oh, it's just a loss, but. That's as close as we're going to get with playoff basketball. And if we have Barnes, it's a liability. It's just a big liability. So that's my first point. The second point is JaVale McGee. I've already said this. I don't want to see him anymore. I can't wait till Alex Lynn comes back. He's a liability on defense. He makes us, like, scatter rotation. For some reason, he's always trying to, like, get blocks. And he's just he's just always out of place. And he's killing us on that second unit. And then, really, the final thing is – I just don't – they just weren't playing with an energy. Like, in the fourth quarter, when it gets close, they start really ratcheting up the energy. They're scrambling. But, I mean, people say, oh, they hit shots. No, they hit wide-open shots. I mean, we had no hand up in, like, the second and third quarter. They were just drilling shots that were wide open because we're not fighting over screens and whatnot. But that's really what I got is those three points. But I I know a lot of Keens fans here are like, oh, it's just a loss. but HP's a problem, man. HP's a big problem. And he's he showed he was a problem in the Warriors series. What did he do for us? So how are we going to stand here and be like, oh, it's just one loss. Okay, it's one loss. Then we get into a playoffs with the Phoenix Suns and KD goes for 30 every night. And we have no answer. Like, we can't sit here and just be like, oh, it's one loss. Like, this in-season tournament was a reflection of what the playoffs could be. And we got our ass kicked. So what about Herder? It's not like his defense was that much better than Barnes. Why does he get a little bit of a longer leash? And because he played he, horrible he, in the playoffs too. So, Yeah, but he plays so well off the ball. He's hitting shots. He's rebounding at a high clip. He's playing with a lot of energy. I mean, I know sometimes his defense is bad, but Herder's not getting blown by on the post. Like, yes, he got blown by a couple times, but, like, at least he can move his feet. Barnes just allows the defense to completely turn into a scramble drill right away. And he does nothing. He just had four points, and he did nothing for us. Like, I just – I can't watch him anymore. We have to make a move. Yeah, we'll see. Um, but, yeah, it, all it takes is one bad game from Barnes, and, and then everybody comes out. And I know he's historically – been in a rough patch, especially with the playoffs and all that. But yeah, we'll see. Um, it's a fair take. Thank you, Sean, for coming through. Uh, Jordan, thanks for waiting. Oh, my Lord. Hearing all of you guys talk negatively about Barnes is actually driving me insane. We've we've talked about we've talked about this. His role is known. He's taking a step back now because Keegan's getting those touches. Now, would I like him to shoot more than two shots if you're in the starting lineup? Absolutely. I would love for you to take more shots, and I would love for you to get a couple more rebounds. But I'm not going to sit up here and slander Barnes. Not saying any of you, like you are saying stuff to the uh, extent of this, but obviously the trade machines are already coming out. Chill on that. Um, Saying that he's the worst player on the Sacramento Kings, chill saying that he should just I've, I've i've gone as far as to see people say that they wish they got um that they wish he got knocked in the mouth and got in, and got injured so he can sit on the bench so trey Lyles can get minutes fucking stop and back to what you were saying as well daily when it comes to kevin herder people were ready to drag the rug underneath kevin uh from underneath kevin herder when he was going through his slump do we all not remember that when Kevin was going through that really bad slump where he couldn't buy a shot to save his life, everybody was saying, trade Kevin Herter. Get Herter off the team. Start Duarte. I understand. We want more from our wings. And in all honesty, I do believe that Barnes should be moved to the bench because Trey Lyles is a much better defender. Trey Lyles is a little bit younger. But we need Barnes on this team. Why do we need Barnes on this team? Because he brings experience, championship pedigree, and he is one of the guys in the locker room that holds the glue together, that holds this team together. You get rid of one of those veteran guys, it's not going to work. 
it disrupts the chemistry, it disrupts the flow of the offense, because Barnes can make timely threes. Now, as for the game itself, I really don't want to talk about it because at the end of the day, we lost. There is no excuse for that. I'm not even going to go as far as to blame the referees for this one, even though there was a lot of contact that and fouls that we should have gotten. But I'm not going to sit up here and blame the refs for that. We lost. I'm just sick and tired of the negativity coming from the fan base anytime we lose a game, whether it's Barnes, whether it's Duarte, whether it's Davion, whether it's um, Kevin. It needs to stop because this team was great last year, and I understand we want to get to the top very, very fast. We want that NBA championship because it's right there because the West is wide open this year. It's right there, and I know we all want it, but we have to be patient. Understand that this team was number one in offense last year. Number one offense all time, that was the rating. Harrison Barnes was a part of that. Kevin Herter was a part of that. We need to stop moving the goalpost, and we need to stop. I, I Criticism is fine. Criticism is 100% fine. I get it. Again, I would love for Barnes to shoot more than two shots a game if you're going to be in the starting lineup. If you're not going to do that, then yes, you do need to sit on the bench. But I do not believe that Barnes should be traded. Unless you find a great package for him, then Barnes is not going anywhere. And that's just the reality of the situation. I do agree with Daly when it comes to the lineup situation. Sometimes Mike Brown gets stuck in his lineups and doesn't want to disrupt the chemistry. Just straight up because of what happened last year. The chemistry was so good. Guys rarely got hurt. And look at that. We ended up with a three seed in the West. Playoffs, first time in 16 years, and number one rated offense of all time. I understand. But we need to chill on the negativity when it comes to this fan base. That's really all I have to say because it's um, trying to bring in negativity after a loss. It or it adds fuel to the fire. It doesn't help anything. It's at the cliche, end of the honestly. It is one hundred percent. I I I just I'm just sick and tired of it because the things I saw on my timeline today, whether it was on Instagram or whether it was on Twitter, it was just insane it's like guys we already lost let's not start with this bullshit already that's 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 really all i have to say about it and one more thing um since i don't think anybody has said anything about it a king's fan died in the arena today and i think that's the one thing that is on my mind at least because that is just absolutely tragic I've seen Warriors fans crawl out of their holes and start talking shit about it. I've seen Pelicans fans talk shit about it. It's fucking disgusting. Genuinely, rest in peace to whoever died in that arena today. That is just absolutely tragic. And that's the number one thing that's on my mind. Because it's like, when I saw that, I think that's what kind of sent me over the edge. Like, if you look at my timeline, you could probably see... uh, I kind of went off on my tweets a little bit. And that was just because I saw all the negativity and then I saw that and I was just like, this is just, this is just sickening. Well, if there's any reason to be humane, it should be that, right? You would think. You would think. But when it comes from, when it comes to Warriors fans, we all know that they are not human. No, we know there's a large contingent of fans that are subhuman on this app, period. Yeah, which is, I even went off on one of them because I, it, it's just sad. It's just absolutely tragic that it happened during the game on top of that. So, you know, rest in peace to that fan. Somebody lost a loved one today, and that family is in my prayers. We lost one of our own today, and I think that uh, that is worth mentioning, of course. So. We need to quit all the negativity when it comes to this team. I understand. 
but it needs to it just needs to be said we need to stop with all with with jumping to conclusions and all the overreacting when it comes to that that's all i'll say jordan that was very close of you uh appreciate it all right ross welcome back man what's going on what's up my king's family yo well said jordan um it's funny because i was looking at the timeline and it was pretty bleak after the uh the came and i saw one guy tweeting out positivity and it was jordan and about two minutes into your call i go who is this guy i gotta follow him and sure enough it was jordan so shout out for keeping it positive for us um a lot of stuff man um the barnes thing is it's complicated man it's not as simple as 2k basketball you can't just say you know trade this guy barnes um we had our best year in 15 years last year and barnes was right in the center of everything and for all the people getting upset with monty for you know bringing him back he went out there and he gave it a shot and he struck out but he did more than most gms have done in the last 15 years so monty is no idiot he's sitting there thinking similar thoughts of the same of us and um but he didn't want to come back without a small forward so he brought barnes back because he was our vet leader he was just you know he has his struggles yes but he was right in the middle of everything if you talk to all the guys in the locker room he is that guy so bringing him back you know win or lose it was the move to make because if you ask all the players you know who knows what the vibes would have been but um in his actual defense as a player um kevin herter is shooting 45 percent from the field and 38 percent from three barnes is shooting 48 percent from the field and 38 percent from three um and he's averaging 12 points a game on on minimal shots so a lot of people saying they want Barnes to shoot more, but is that really the guy you want shooting more shots? In my opinion, I'm yes, I'd like more from him. And yeah, he's been a little slow footed on defense, but as the fifth option, I'd prefer Kevin Fox, Domas and Murray and even Monk to be shooting before him. So, you know, that's kind of what we want um, with Barnes, but yeah, moving on from that to the actual game. Um, we come in here a lot of times and we want to overanalyze and this team shoots 53s a game. They started off seven for 11 from three, and then they went seven for 34. Um, I hate to say it's as simple as that, but a lot of nights you can get upset, you know, pointing fingers at people, or you could just look at the three point percentage and see what team won that. And a lot of times if we're not winning that, we're going to have to get an ugly scrappy win. And it just wasn't happening against the Pelicans. Um, Last little thing, I'll give a shout-out to the Pelicans because I remember watching their playoff series two years ago, um, and they lost a, a Game 7, a heartbreaking loss. I can't remember who they lost it to, but they lost almost in exact fashion that the Kings lost to last year. So um, it, this team's on year four, Um and we're only on year two, so as much as it feels like, yeah, they struggled and they didn't make the playoffs last year, that was because injuries. It's a good team. They've been figuring it out slowly and surely, putting things together, um, and it showed tonight. So as much as you want to be upset with the Kings, I'm going to give a lot of credit to the Pelicans. And uh, it's just one game, man. We're 11-8, and eight, started off 2-4. and four. Um, That makes us 9-4 and four in the last 13. So if you take a little step back, this team's still good, but they got plenty of room to grow. So uh, let's not beat them up too bad. They got a week off. Let's see. Let's see how they come back after this break. Appreciate y'all too. I don't think they're going to have a week off. Um, Mark Jones said on the broadcast, uh, we're probably going to be playing Friday. They don't know who yet, but. Oh, really? Okay. Well, yeah. they got a couple days off. But a couple off. days let's, off. So let's take see a few and... practices can do. Exactly. Yeah, they needed the stress test just to see where they were at. This is a hump that they couldn't get over earlier. And then they faced it again. They still couldn't get over it. So they need this to get stronger if they're going to make any noise in the playoffs. Real quick, I I 100% agree with that. The Warriors game last week, I thought that was great for them to be in this 
must win or not must win, but it was basically a must win situation because the more of these like absolute pressure testers we can get in, I'll take as many as we can get just to give us a little bit more, uh, you know, armor going into the playoffs. Yeah, they need to build their metal. And so, yeah, when they face the Raptors, I'm going to be definitely tuned in. I need to see what they could do. Um, Cause I don't want to have like a false hope going into the playoffs. Oh yeah. This team is good. I could care less whether they're number one in offense or, or number five or whatever. I care more about defense. I care more about who they are psychologically when they get punched in the mouth and they lock in still and focus like the Pelicans did like the Pelicans took the biggest blow that we could give in the first quarter. And they bounced back almost with ease. And I need to see us do that. So, yeah, it, it's going to be interesting moving forward. And I want us to get our win back against this team later on down the road. It's important for me. But if they continue to beat us, and I don't buy that, oh, they're our kryptonite thing, uh, shit that I said earlier, I don't want that to just be an excuse. I need them to show that they can beat this team, just like we did with the Warriors. And I want us to be able to beat Boston down the road and figure that out like good teams do, like great teams do. We need to go from good to great. Uh, Torino, what's happening? Uh, yeah, uh, you know, just a second, uh, you know, Jordan sent to me, so I'm, you know, sending condolences to the fan that lost his life tonight. Um, you know, definitely uh, not, not, you know, good. I mean, for, for, his family, for the players, for the organization, and for, you know, really just anybody. Really, if you're a decent human, it's not good. Uh, so, you know, just got to also extend my condolences as well. Um, you know, I mean, I don't know if maybe the players might have got word of that at some point tonight, like during the game and, you know, not making any excuses for the L. But, you know, I mean, you would have to think that if – they got word of that, you know, during game time, you would have to think that that definitely, you know, could have probably, um, you know, definitely played on their mental as well. And, um, you know, just kind of impacted how they executed. Again, not taking anything from New Orleans and not even trying to make excuses for us because ultimately, you know, they just did everything that they needed to do to, <clears throat> to get the dub and, you know, which is what they did the first two times. So, yeah, right now, you know, they, they kind of got our number. I mean, it's crazy that all of our losses come out of combined total of four teams. And, you know what I mean, those are just, uh, you know, things that they got to figure out um, down the stretch. You know, it's a long season. Um, it's a long season, and – you know, so much more ground to be made uh, for these early season blunders that we've had. So, um, you know, that's on the game. And then as far as, you know, the whole Harrison Barnes thing, I mean, you know, uh, not going to kick him in while he's down. And, I mean, I guess I'm not going to even say it like he's just, like, you know, going through a bunch of shit. But we don't really know what he's got going on off the court. And just on the court, I mean, like Daly and, you know, we've all mentioned on uh, multiple occasions, his role is different than it was, you know, going into last year. And that's tough to make that adjustment, especially when you're a vet and, you know, you kind of looked at as being, you know, the, uh, you know, the the connector in a sense. So, you know, um, am I always happy with his performances? Of course not. But. You know, we don't win or lose games because of Harrison Barnes solely. Like, that would be – that that's not realistic. So, I mean, with, with, his, with him being better, you know, win us a few of these games that we lost, sure. But, you know, that's just one part of many, you know, aspects of the game. So, um, I'm not, you know, necessarily overreacting. Like I said, uh, I definitely believe we need to upgrade him. For sure, upgrade his position, whether that's via trading him or trading to bring someone in better. You know, I'm all for that. I'm all about doing what's best for team success. You know, so um, 
Yeah, but uh, you know, tough way to go out. It was you know looking promising for us in the sense season tournament. We had a we won the group, went undefeated against tough company, and uh, that was impressive. Um, and you know, yeah, New Orleans they just kind of you know definitely scout us well. Willie Green does he definitely does his homework on us. And that's what you got to expect when you're a good team. Teams are going to start doing homework. Some teams do homework and it still doesn't work. And some teams do homework and they find ways to neutralize you. And that's just kind of what it is with them. So, you know, credit to them for figuring it out. Will, will they always have our number? Hell no, I don't believe so. But right now, you know, sure. But we could definitely get our get back. And, um, you know, I'd rather us, you know, a loss is a loss. No one likes losing, but I'd rather us lose in the end season to them than us face them in the playoffs and lose them in the playoffs. I'd rather beat them in a playoff series when it really matters the most. So, so yeah, that's enough on that. Uh, like Ebiz and, you know, Ross and Jordan, really anybody, you know, expressing more who are on, on a more positive note, you know, just try not to get too down about, like, the game itself. You know, losses never feel good, but they happen. And, uh, you know, just don't get too, you know, caught up in the hole kept her on guard bullshit or whatever you see because that's pretty much what we're going to expect from here on out for a long time so brace yourself um, for it but we'll be alright you know still early in the season you know we still are better start, starting better this year than we did last year you know considering so um, yeah we'll be alright thanks for coming through to now appreciate it uh sack king what's up what's going on uh want to start off by saying dude i hate jose alvarado like he's like one of those guys that's like if he was on my team i would love every second of it but because he's not like dude, i just that guy just pisses me off watching him on the court especially like that one foul where he just whips his head back into fox gets the foul call somehow and fox is bleeding from his mouth i was I, right then and there i was like okay this game ain't going our way that guy that guy's just a little scoundrel on the court, and I just want to say I hate him. Second, uh, I guess Mike or James Ham tweeted something like Mike Brown, like, like brought up Harrison Barnes in the press conference and like made sure to explicitly state like that the team is running zero plays for him. Like they're just like, oh yeah, it's pin right there. And I guess like my buddy who was at the game tonight was sitting pretty close to the Kings bench. And, like, a lot of fans were yapping Harrison Barnes, supposedly. So, I, you know, that's kind of a bummer, I guess, especially during the games. Kind of sucks to see that for him. But um, good on positive notes tonight. Like, outside, obviously, we lost and then season tournament is over. But I would say, like, stepping forward, like, Domas had, like, a huge back bounce-back game from a couple of bad games. And he had a triple-double tonight. So, that was, like, awesome to see, especially since he kind of struggled against Jonas Valanciunas, the last time we played, he's kind of getting worked like at the rim, and for him to come back with like a really efficient triple double tonight, really good to see. And then second, Keegan still his back is still hurting him, but he kind of found his shot tonight, which gets me hopeful for the next couple games because like he was four for eight, and like his makes were like pure makes tonight, which like we haven't really seen. He's been kind of struggling from three most of the year because of injuries, and I just. I'm actually kind of taking a step back, looking on a positive note. Like, once De'Aaron, Sabonis, and Keegan, which is kind of like our big three right now, once they're all healthy, because, you know, once De'Aaron came back in, Keegan kind of went out with the injury. So they haven't really had that 10-game, you know, section to really gel um, and get everything moving. So I kind of positive on that note. And then looking on a bigger picture, I don't know. I think Monte McNair like has something up his sleeve, but I don't think it's gonna like. I think it might be a, a year from now or something because I think he's looking at these teams like the Lakers with an older LeBron, like the Clippers, the the Warriors. And I just have a feeling he thinks they're just gonna like fall apart basically and just crumble down once all those you know like a season or two. And I feel like that's when I feel like he's just want, gonna want this team to like. Like, looking back, I feel like he's going to want this team just keep gelling as the same players and just keep getting a good chemistry and then eventually make another, you know, one of those big moves to get that other star and then strike when all those other teams are falling down. So, I don't know. At least that's what I drew up in my mind. So, But I'm actually kind of looking forward to these next 10 games because I 
think the team's going to start to gel a little bit here. So, Sacking, appreciate you coming through. Yeah, I, I honestly feel like he's looking at those losing teams right now because usually seven times out of ten, I feel like those losing teams usually have a fire sale come trade deadline. So I don't know. I think the the next Sacramento King that we'll be trading for is probably going to be on the Wizards or the Raptors. Well, the Raptors are actually decent, but it's going to come from one of those teams. Um, I have a feeling. Naima or Elizabeth. And let me say Naima's a name again, because uh, every time everybody wants to give a shout out to her, they, they screw up her name. You guys butcher it. I hear Noima. I hear Nima. I hear Nomi, but never Naima. Uh, Naima and, and Elizabeth, any last words? Uh, first, thank you, Daly. I appreciate that. I do appreciate, like, all you have to do is try to say my name. I'm not, like, holding a gun to your head and say, say my name. Like, no, nothing like that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, this, uh, this loss sucks, but that's why you get more games, you know? That's why you get more chances in the future and the opportunities, and I do think that the Kings will take advantage and will play better. So, yeah, just looking forward to the next game. Yeah, I'll say uh, prayers out to that person's family who uh, passed yeah, away tonight. I mean, that's that's really tragic. Um, you never want anyone to lose their life. And based on what I re- was reading, they were in their 30s. Um, so that's, you know, a, a life lost too soon. Uh, so hopefully, um, you know, their family is uh, going to be okay and stuff like that because death is never, you know, a good thing regardless of, you know, the situation. Um, especially at a sporting event. So um, I feel bad for people that had to witness that. Um, it's a very scary thing and you have to witness someone, you know, go through that time. So just prayers up to them. And uh, yeah, I think I'm going to go take a fucking ice bath because I'm, I'm in pain right now. <laughs> yeah, please do that. Yeah. Well, thanks y'all. We'll, we'll be back after that mystery game that we're going to play maybe Friday because uh, due to rescheduling tough loss. I hope I didn't say anything out of pocket. Um, I don't think I panicked. If I did, it is what it is. Uh, I do think this team can work on locking in and strengthening their mind after they get rattled and shook uh, within games. I think that is an issue. Um, I do think Duarte was missed. I I know some people think he's trash, but I honestly feel like he offers a lot on the defensive end. I, I really do, and and I don't think people look at him on that end of the floor. Uh, he's major for us, and we were missing him tonight. And, yeah, it is what it is. Again, I say this all the time. Our kryptonite is those long, lengthy, twitchy teams uh, like the Raptors and the Pels. And, yeah, all I want to see is for them to get their win back down the road. Uh, we appreciate everyone here. We'll see you next time. Have a good night. Peace, y'all.